think I'm on that on that point. Obviously, you was at Anfield, and yeah, on yeah. Saturday. But did he just come out and just clap the Villa fans and he didn't, he, he, didn't he, he acknowledge ignored, him? Ignored them, which yeah, I love. I love that. But if Dino, but if Dino does that to us tomorrow. I'd be a bit upset. I think it's based on the fact that all the media have been talking about it, whereas with Dino, yeah. I think it's a bit, it's, it is a different scenario, is I think, isn't it? Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, like, it's not, it's not, 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 it's not, no, but we didn't get to give Dino a farewell, did we? We haven't seen him since the breakup. Welcome back to another episode of the Every Week We Follow podcast. Uh, a solid defensive display, you would say, um, followed by, oh, as well as a poor attacking one. Um, Aston Villa, nil, Liverpool, one. Who's going to kick us off? Yeah, I'll go first. It was um, Saturday, I was a bit frustrated um, coming away from the game. I think I'll always will be when we're not having a shot on target. You know, Liverpool... You've got to take your hat off. They're in the league of Man City, if not slightly better, in as much as you're never really in the game when you play against them. Um, but you'd always like to see us make a bit more of a fist of things going forward and um, trying try to stamp a bit of authority on the game. It's not really happened Saturday, but listening to Gerard back, I can completely understand why they've gone about it the way they have. They wanted to keep things tight, uh, tapped into a bit of his knowledge with regards to the Anfield crowd, reckoned they were going to get nervous after about an hour. Um, and then saved your Buendiers, um and your Danny Ings to come on and threaten them with, with 15, 20 to go. So it was it was a sound game plan. And had it not been for a couple of, of questionable refereeing decisions, um, I think we might have come away with something. But that being said, I think even if it had been nil-nil, they only need a minute to score, that Liverpool team. They would have found a way. They proved it the week before at Wolves. And um, it was just a... a sobering reminder that we're still a very long way away from uh, the, the best teams in the league unfortunately um, but other than that you can't come away too, too disappointed it's been a great start to Gerrard's managerial career at Villa uh, if that's the way that we're going to go forward in terms of a defensive structure then brilliant because I didn't think we looked uh, at risk uh, and then if the attacking impetus can come a little bit later on then, then so be it Podcast over. <laughs> <laughs> Every week. Yeah. 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 No, I, I, I totally agree with Brett. I think, you know, to, to a man, I thought defensively, I thought we were solid. Like you said, the structure was there. I thought Esri Konza was <coughs> sensational on Saturday. Yeah. I, I, don't know, I, I don't know how many more performances he has to put in at that level. It's not be getting the sleep. It's actually getting embarrassing now for yeah. himself. It's, it's, really saga too, isn't it? it's Honestly, it's, it's hilarious. Long might continue. Keep him out of the line, Mike, because he's one of the best centre-half I've seen wherever the shirt at this stage. Yeah. Yeah. He's up there the Martin Larson to the world. He's, he's absolutely colossal. Um, I thought, as you said, Brett, the defensive, defensive structure was spot on. But I also thought the midfield were, were bang on it as well. I thought... Shame the camera got the yellow card because I think if you're playing, if you're a CDM and you're on a yellow, you're not, you're not effective, are you? Um, he, he did well. To, I think he come off on the 60th minute. I probably would have brought him off at half time, but he, he did the right thing keeping him on. When you're a CDM and you're on a yellow card, you just yeah. can't. Yeah. He was back enough tackles. It's so difficult in that half position. Player, aren't you? Yeah, you are. So, you know, I think that had an impact on the game and how forward thinking we could go because we had a half in the camber for, you know, almost half the game. But no, I thought Louise did everything right on Saturday. I thought he moved the ball forward. McGinn was just himself. I just think what we lacked was creativity. 
Uh, we just we, we just couldn't we couldn't get it going. I think like you said, I think the front three. It was a bit of a makeshift front three, wasn't it? To be yeah. honest, you know, Young, Ramsey, and Watkins um, certainly wouldn't be your, your, your front three if you had everyone fit. But you, you can't be you can't be too disappointed. I thought, like City, another good account. Yeah, I completely agree. To be fair, I mean, look, we never you never expect anything to go to Anfield. You know, you, you can't expect to uh, to to get even a point. Really, mm. I think the the, the the main takeaway is the fact that we've played, you know, Man City. And Liverpool, and and we've been in been in the game right up until the last few seconds. So we can, we can take positives from that. It, well, it was, it, I mean, it was disappointing to see that we didn't really create anything. I think maybe with that the front three of Young, Watkins, and Ramsey, you probably are a bit limited, really. Mm. But obviously, there was a point for why he did it, and it was working quite well. I mean, it was pretty much backs against the walls for the majority of the game, especially at nil nil. They were just it was just onslaught pretty much. It was, mm. but but we coped with it really well um, so positives to take in terms of the way that we defended the game I mean you don't there's not many better teams in the world than that including Man City as well and, we, and we've we've took them right until the last seconds potentially both games we could have got something out of it uh, Liverpool definitely 100% deserved to win the game like you said a few decisions Salah's won his penalty because that's what he does um, I'm not too sure if there's any way that the referee wouldn't have gave it um, Ings one I haven't seen it back Reese is pretty looks, it, to me look from the image that I've seen the still that I've seen it looks like a pen but yeah. if some butts in it yeah I mean the moment of the game for myself was the three on one on Esri Konza and if that's any of the centre half you know that is he's getting screamed about because there's three players through on goal there and he's he's, put, he's positioned himself absolutely to a T where he needs to be every time and as soon as Salah's got that little bit too close or he's, 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 pu- he's pushed him out wide a little bit he's closed him straight down and it was just that is how to defend you know I think was it was it Maldini or someone that said that as soon as you you go to the floor if you slide tackle then you've made you've already made a mistake and that that is Riconza I can't speak any highly of him he's and I'm, I'm really happy that he hasn't been called up yet because yeah he, he's ours and I, I don't want to ever see the back of him he's becoming a pleasure to watch isn't he and yeah. there's been players over the years at Villa when they've got the ball um you know, you've, you've looked forward to it and you've got out your seat a little bit. Mm. It's a bit different with a defender, but whenever something's going down his channel or someone's running at them, I get a bit excited because I just know what he's going to yeah. do. I know that mm. we're going to watch a, a, a defender yeah. at work there. I completely agree. It's it's very similar in the way that every time G-word inbound, Grealish got the ball, yeah, yeah. I knew that he was beating his man. He's trying to avoid yeah. it. But exactly. Yeah. You, but that's what, what it is. Thinking, you, but yeah. you knew he was beating yeah. man. You, you kind of breathe like a bit of a sigh of relief he's got the ball he's not going to yeah. lose it yeah. there's no danger here because he's even going to beat his man or he's going to you know he's going to create something it's going it's to happen mm. and it's that same kind of relief when when a player's running at Konza because <laughs> mm. they go you're just not getting past him mm. yeah. so it's like it's that confidence and it's just if we can get that across the pitch for every player bloody got frightening tight he looked every bit as good as Van Dijk who I thought yeah. was superb oh, was for Liverpool great, you know yeah. that, that was, some players really stand out Van Dijk was one of them but Konza can you know, can match him, and he did on Saturday. It, it was a, a great performance from Ezra, and I'm trying to think for time over the last three years when I've thought he's had a bad game. It, it's, it's, I think he had a bad game. It's West Brom at home. Was it the West Brom? Yeah, I think there was a couple. It, like. But other than that, I can't, I'm with you. I can't think yeah. of any games where he's, he's played poorly. What things with Conza? What he's got, you can't actually teach that. No. To read the game that well, yeah. you can't. Yeah. You can't teach that, at, you know, at any level. It's just, to have that, it's a natural ability. He reads the game so well. 
like I said, I think that the only other player that I've seen do it in a Villa shirt, I, I wasn't looking to see Paul McGrath, he's Martin Larson. Yeah. Just yeah, the, yeah. that level of being able to read a game, it's, it's just sensational. He's just the, 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 the complete, I mean, we are, this is the Ezra Comes appreciation, appreciation Society, but it's, he's, the, he's everything you want from a different, and mm. proper modern day centre-half as well, because he's, as comfortable as anyone else on, on the ball. He's yeah. only going to get better as well, isn't yeah. he? I think he's only 22, 23. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's got... He's eight, you're right, Reese. Some defenders, as they get older, you see them develop the experience side of the game. He seems to mm. have it at, yeah. at an age that he shouldn't. For he shouldn't, should so. he? To be fair, you know, JT had it when he played for us as well. He didn't have the pace, but he read the game superbly. Yeah. Yeah. Similar sort of thing in, in, that, in that sense. But I think... No, Conza's not. He's not. He's certainly not slow, is he? No, he's no, not no. slow at all. He's got yeah. pace. He can play football. He can read the game. Um, and he scored two goals against Leicester as well. So <laughs> yeah. what, what can't he do? Yeah, you know yeah. I, I, I struggle to think of a weakness to his game at the moment. He's he, he's he's been superb. And like in the games where you don't see a lot of him, again that's another positive because in the games where he's quiet, you know he's just doing his job and he's ticking along. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think. Look, it's a shame that you know the penalty he give away that penalty. You could argue means his positioning, etc. But I think with them pair, I think if they're both on it, you've got a partnership for years there in Mings and Konza. I thought, yeah. I thought, I thought Mings had a, had a great game again. I thought he led really well. Just one moment, and you know what? At the end of the game, when they come over to the away fans, Mings was absolutely distraught, and you, you can't knock Mings for his, his desire in it. As, as a captain. He's, yeah. he's, he's what you want out of a captain, yeah, really, yeah. isn't he? Um, and it, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't say it was a mistake from him either. I think it was a forced error. It wasn't like a complete calamity like we've seen yeah. before. It was just it was one of those ones. I think. I, th- I think he's 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 just got himself into a really difficult position, and he's 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 his body position and where he was. I mean, as we said, Salah's Salah's won the penalty, but he he could he it could have been avoided from his way if he had um, positioned his body a little bit better. He didn't get caught in that. You know, just on just beyond his left foot, it's, he, he he could have done better there. Mm. I don't, I'm not saying it's completely a mistake because. You know, Salah's just won it as much as yeah. Mings has gave it away. There'll be far better players and centre-halves that will still get caught out by that. Yeah, Salah's yeah, the best in the world at winning the penalty. I don't think it's a dive. I just think it's it's clever. You know, the, in, when I was in the away end, I thought, oh, that's clumsy. Yeah, Why are you so tight to him in the box? Yeah, but yeah. having watched it back, it's just, Salah's just done him, you know. But also, I suppose, I suppose it's, it's that way, the way that he checks back onto his left foot. But yeah. it's probably yeah, like overly cautious that he yeah. doesn't want it. He, he wants to show him everywhere on his right foot. And he's, he's Salah's a very clever player. At the moment, he's the best player at footballer in the world, isn't he? So he's up there. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and them kind of players, that they, they hurt you in, in many ways other than just scoring goals. He's won the penalty and, and done that. So On that token, I mean, I mean, last month, where in two game weeks, he scored that goal against Watford where he just danced around yeah. it. Did he do it the week after Anfield yeah. as well? Yeah, so you back off him. He's gonna he's gonna take the piss, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. So it's you can't you can't do much about it. I'm afraid. It's, it says a lot. It was the only time I really thought he had any real influence on yeah. the game. Yeah, I thought, yeah. I thought so that as well. Point, Matt Target had him in his back. Yeah. Matty Target's back to the target of the last season mm-hmm. where nothing was getting past him. No yeah. blo- uh, uh, crosses were getting past him. He's looking confident, yeah. assured. You know, if that can continue um, and he can reach the levels of last season, then. Uh, then good because as a back four we're a lot better when when he's in it and on it. It's that concussion. It's not some sense into him. <laughs> yeah, I think I think on the on the defensive side of things, I think the only player who struggled a little bit was Cash. He was getting, he, but he was getting paced by Mane, another world class player. You know, yeah. so mm. if we're talking about defensively, I thought we were superb. And you know what, as well, the set pieces they were put in the box were unbelievable. Like mm. Robertson and Trent, 
You, I mean, especially in the second half, literally right in front of you. It's disgusting. It's sort of a siren. Yeah. It's a weekly siren. <laughs> it's a weekly siren. Is, yeah. But so, some of the set pieces that were getting put in the box were superb, and we were defend. We were reading it so well. There was there was a stage where we defend it, and then midfielders would pick it up in tight space and just not look panicky at all. Mm. Like we, we, I think just the whole defensive performance. I think it was one of the best defensive performances I've seen in ages. On the topic of Matt Cash, if he can get a little bit calmer and. Uh, more rational in these attacking positions, he could be a real outlet. We've seen it at times, you yeah. know, in, in small doses against Everton with his goal. But it, his positions that he was picking up in their penalty area when we went 1 0 down and Buendia was finding it, yeah. he's got to be doing a bit better. And mm-hmm. I think Ger- Gerard's picked up on it and noticed it. His, his quality and output in the final third does need a bit of work, yeah. but it'll come. It surprises me because he was a winger a couple of years ago at Forest. Yeah, it yeah, should be better than what it is. It's crossing. I've said it for a while, haven't I? It's just, surely it can't be that hard for him because every single one is either, well, every single one's overhit. Yeah. And he gets a lot of space to, to control it. He's got time, he? yeah. he's got time to, 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 to try and name. pick someone out. But he, he doesn't even, he doesn't even, his head's down because I thought, you know what, just, if you just get your head down and try and hit that right area, don't forget about looking in the box and trying to pick somewhere up. But he doesn't even, he, he does, he has his head down and he just hits it into, if you get it into the right area, I can, I can understand, you know, if you get, you get to right in that, in that no man's land, fair enough, hit it there every single time, no worries. It, you know, more often than not, you'll probably, yeah. you'll create some kind of issues, even own goals yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But he's, he's the, we haven't even got a chance of that because every single time it's in, it's either out for a corner, out for a throw. So it's not even yeah. no man's, it's just Rose yeah. Ed, isn't it? It's, just, it's yeah. all 100 miles an hour with them. Um, he defends the same way he attacks. It's all yeah. it's aggressive. It's yeah. head down, yeah. uh, and it, and it's a shame because he's co- he's come on leaps and bounds, and he's another one that's yeah. this season. He's been consistent. He's been good. Mm-hmm. If he could just be a little bit better mm-hmm. and have a bit more quality in the final third, then he's on to a winner. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's the area he'll buy first. He might not buy first actually. He might have, he might have to buy CDM if the cameras injuries in serious. But if you look at what he did at Rangers, his fullbacks are imperative to what yeah. he did. Yeah, he, they they both you know Tavernier. Barisic at the end were both absolutely essential to the way he played. They have to be, they have to be able to push forward. They have to have end product. And I think I've got a funny feeling that it wouldn't surprise me in, in the start of next season in particular. We have two new fullbacks. I say fullbacks, it's not fullbacks anymore. It's like the complete wing back, and it? it's yeah. just uh, in, in the way he wants to play. I, I think you've been playing too much for the manager. I think we all looked at each other and went, we know what he's yeah. doing. So, look, I played it on football manager for a few years and do very well. But, but the way the way he plays. Yeah, yeah, I think I think his fullbacks are with it. It's definitely an area it will look to improve. We don't need Sunday right, but we've got Kane Kesley. Yeah, Kane Kesley. Yeah. But I agree, we need a left back anyway. Yeah, I think I think it's it's certainly an area you'll see quick action from him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Can we have a can we have a calling for Douglas Louise? Not just in the last game, but he needs since to he's come back. He's a class player and another one that's really really young. Um, I mean, look, he's not the most intimidating of players, but if on his day, he's another one that you know you're very comfortable when the ball at his feet. I mean, this little scoop thing that, he's, that he keeps oh, doing. It's outrageous. Just a joke. The only footballer at the club prior to Lassie, I think the first year actually, the first year we came up, he was the only real one that was on Grealish's level yeah. for most of it in terms mm-hmm. of pure technical quality. Yeah. What worries me a bit about him is uh, there's not been too much movement on his contract. He's not had a new one yeah. since he signed, yeah. and that was three. So I think he's coming up to his last sort of 12, 18 months at the club. And a, a Brazilian young international like him, yeah. you want him tied up for five years. So I don't know if this uh, 
girlfriend that he's, he's found in the, the women's team can have a word or yeah. you know, try, and, try and keep him in the area, tie him down to a mortgage or something, I don't know. But uh, I want him to stay because you've you got to be building building a team around Give the Give them both like lifetime that. contracts. Yeah, well, yeah. That's fine. yeah Just yeah. keep them in there. Yeah. Just keep them in there. All right, Rio Ferdinand. <laughs> <laughs> How are you? Come on. But now, <laughs> I think with Louise, I think the, the jewelry's always been out for me because I think there's certain games where chasing the game it's the work rate. However, this season, what I have seen is just his technical abilities improved again for me. Um, and I think he's a really important player. The one thing that I hope we don't do with Nikambrow is push me to CDM. He's, he's, he's lost there for me. I think me. it's inevitable, though. No, I don't think we have to do that. I think we can, I think we can play Sanson there with, with Louise and, and McGinn, Maybe. personally. And, and what I don't want him to do is shoehorn Rams into that team either, because I think... The obvious thing to do would be to put Louise in CDM and you play Ramsey McGinn. However, for me, it should be Sanson, Louise McGinn. So you're minimalising the change in midfield. And I think, to be honest, after the last two, if Buendia's fit or Bailey's fit, they come in. They come into the front three for me. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'd like. I think I'd like to see Dougie. Because you think you, if you go back to the time in in lockdown after Project Restart, do you remember? He's, he's not. He's never. He's never played this in that similar way since. But he, he was tracking absolutely everything. His ball. Mm, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd like. I'd like him in there. I'd, I. I oh. don't think. I think there's probably more effective players that that we could have in that in a number eight. I think Dougie could be you know, our number six for the next. Well, he's mm. another one like Concert. I don't want to lose him. I think he, he could. We could have him in our team for the next you know, ten years or so. I think he's gone. Sam, sorry. That's what I was just going to say. I quite like Hayes because he's high press. He's not, it's not like he doesn't run around a bit. He still he presses high. He doesn't stop putting the effort in. And he's got the technique going forward to create yeah. something. He was essentially, for Liverpool, probably one of our main sources of creativity. So would you, would, would you put him at CDM then? No. No, I wouldn't either. So I would it just because it's Norwich. And I think if there's one thing that we've got to learn about Gerrard so far, and he's done it because he's not played the same consecutive 11, he's going to be pragmatic and he's going to switch it up. He's going to look at... Norwich in a different way to Burnley, Burnley in a different yeah. way to Chelsea at home on Boxing Day. You know, he's looking really one game to the next at the, at the moment. And I think uh, Norwich tomorrow night, the best way we could probably set up is Douglas Louise a little bit deeper in front of the, the back four and playmaking from a deep role and, and trying to get Sanson into the team because he's, he's looked good since he's come on, Sanson. Um, yeah. But I, I don't know, it's, it's, I don't envy him having these decisions to make because yeah. the selection that he's got on offer at the minute is uh is as good as I've seen. I think he's used Gerard's used the, you know, ball retention. He what he wants us to be able to keep the ball for longer periods and be better, you know, when, you know, under pressure a little bit with the ball and, you know, the onus is on us in the next two games, you know, you've got Norwich bottom of the league or are they nineteenth now, I'm not sure you're probably still bottom. And Burnley coming up. Two games that I think Gerard will be drilling into these players. We need to dominate the ball for ninety minutes in yeah, these yeah. games. You know, mm. especially especially Burnley, I mean being the home side against them, if, if, they, if they come out of that game with more possession than us, then you know there's serious questions you're going mm. to be asking. But I think with that being said, it all the more leads to looking at Douglas Louise in the number six because mm. his ball retention is superb. His range of passing is, is you know is second to none, better than probably any other player in that in that defensive midfield position. Uh, probably we'll see Sanson ahead of him, which yeah. also all for because he's looked pretty sharp when he's come back. Um, but yeah, it's a there's not really too much more we can really say about a Liverpool game, really, is there? Not really the what? You don't really expect it, but big, big next two, isn't it? It's um, two one. that we expected to to win. Yeah. The the one thing I did wanted to see a bit from Douglas Louise is because it came up on social media when it, the goal he scored against Norwich. 
Yeah, but the roll yeah. and top yeah. bins are. The outrageous one where we beat them six now. Was it six? Five one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they got. I think with all these sorts, hands going to be tied based on who's got COVID. It's all yeah. hands on that. There's two unidentified players at the minute, isn't there? Yeah. It's not when Dick posted about him earlier. I don't think he's beginning either because he's been put a training video out this morning. It wasn't Ollie, wasn't uh, Axel, one or two others, but there was a few, you know, missing that it could be. So we'll, we'll see it, tomorrow. Either so way, I'm guessing is a. Either way, I think whoever it is, even if it is, you know, the boy Ez- Ezri mm. or, or Ollie or, you know, Emmy Martinez, the next two you should be able to get by with only two players that are yeah. missing, you know. No disrespect for the t- to the two sides, but, but we've got far more quality, really. Mm. Um, especially I've watched Norwich. I watched the Norwich-Newcastle game and flipping out there. Some of their some of their play was absolutely terrible. Mm. Kept United a bit, but yeah, I suppose that I didn't watch the United game. Kept either. United I a bit. Th- pl- I thought for the last saw the last twenty, min- 20 minutes on the phone on the way back on the coach. Mm. Play well. They were playing better. They were the better team. I think they're, t- they're, 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 playing. they're two. They're, they're two games on paper. We should be absolutely win. But I think you got the sentiment with Dino factor tomorrow night, and we don't do well against Burnley at home. Yeah, we never have done. Even oh, when we were back in the Premier League before, we don't do well against Burnley at home. Sean Dyche will come categorically playing for a point, and that yeah. never suits us. Yeah. It doesn't, and it, gonna, I think they're going to be two tough games. Even on, even though on paper they should be easy, we've got players out. We've got Dino, the, the Dino factor tomorrow. We've got a, a Sean Dyke who loves to get a point against us. Just get, we should look. We should be looking to get six points, but it's not going to be easy. I can't, I can't. I think someone's due a hide enough soon, but I don't think it'll come in the next two games. Yeah, I, I think our key key player for the next two games is is Brenda. Yeah. Back at his, yeah. back at his old I, club. I think he'll, he'll, he'll be chomping at the bit to go back and show yeah. Norwich why he's left and, and etc. Yeah. He'll be excited. Every player's excited to go back to their old club and just see if he can get a, a cheeky goal or something. And then to roll from from that, hopefully with a positive display, running the show at Carrow Road. Yeah, he's he's, he's going to want to play against Burnley as well, isn't he? He's no, he'd look at that and say, "This is this is the chance for me to, to you know, kick on now." So oh, it could be a massive stroke that he left him out Saturday. Just yeah. said, you know, you've got two big games coming up where yeah. you're going to be focal, yeah. so uh, you won't see much of the ball against Liverpool. So sit it out. Next two are big because I think it will set the the tone for the rest of this season and beyond a bit for Gerrard because yeah. winning become. Winning can become a habit mm-hmm. just as easily as losing can. And if we lose tomorrow night, like it could easily happen with the Dino factor. Then yeah. we've lost the last two yeah. going into Burnley. Or on the flip side, if we win tomorrow night, then that's four wins yeah. in six. You're yeah. rubbing your hands together, mm. thinking, oh, we've got Burnley at home on Saturday, three o'clock, yeah. and could take off. So it's it's a really interesting time um, to see to see how the next week goes and how we approach it. But we want to win both games. It'll be very Aston Villa for us to lose tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. But the Aston Villa under Steven Gerrard, look, he's not looking, you know, it's completely unrecognisable to the one that we're used yeah. to the last, yeah. the last couple of years, a couple of years, few years, probably 10 years, let's be yeah, honest. I was going to say 20, <laughs> yeah. 25 yeah, yeah. years, you'd be bored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But so, I mean, look, we don't want to get too ahead of ourselves, but it's, the, you know, it's, it's pretty, it's looking really good, very really positive. So I'll back us to win the next two, definitely. Yeah. And I think Buendia, you know, after you've given him a little bit of a, Stick, he's uh, he's, li- he's listening to you. Yeah, he's listening to you. Yeah, obviously, he's getting better, isn't he? He's, he's improving. He looked good when he came on. Yeah, I think it's what we've we said it before. I think what what sets him apart from me is how he works the ball in the tight spaces. Mm. Um, it's it's really impressive. But does he need more goals and assists? But he, mm. he has to start for that to happen. Doesn't he? He's still nowhere near the top of his game because there's there's still he does still lose the ball probably 
four or five times during a game. Yeah. Mm. But it's because he always, always looks to make something happen. And his first, some of his first time passing and first time touches are just seconds and under outrageous to watch. I'm, I'm really enjoying watching him. And yeah, I've, I think he's going to be the he's going to be the man for the next two. He'll be chomping at the bit. <laughs> What's he going to be doing? Chomping. Chomping at the bit. Chomping at the bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do we move to predictions then? Yeah. I suppose, yeah, there's not much more to talk about, really. What can you talk about after post-Liverpool? Play mm. well. Predictions? Is it Norwich? Away. Is it the next two? Yeah. Norwich. Start with Norwich. Mm. Norwich, I'll go... 3-1 uh, oh, Villa. 3-1 oh, Villa. Fancy I'll, us. I'll go 2-1 Norwich. <laughs> no, no, for Villa, obviously. Not for Norwich. <laughs> oh, I was going to say! What is it? Come on. About to test your temperature there. I fancy when we played Man City and we got relegated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fancy against anyone. Yeah, 2 oh, 1 Villa against Norwich. I immediately thought 3 0 Villa. Oh, bloody hell. Yeah. Get an early Buendia goal. Hatchery. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be like 6 1. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Sorry, sorry, Dina. 2. Sorry, Dana. He's a villain, man. He won't mind, will he? Yeah, he yeah. He'll take that. I reckon he'll he'd probably, probably yeah. he'd have, he'd a, he'd have a beer, yeah. wouldn't he, on his way? Yeah. 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 That's why I dropped all my first teamers. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be weird. You'll have Villa fans singing Dino, give us a wave, and, that, and he's, he's not going to, is nah, he? can't. But Hang on, on that, on that point, obviously, you was at Anfield aren't you? on yeah. Saturday. Did he just come out and just clap the Villa fans? and He ignored them, which I love. I love that. But if Dino does that to us tomorrow... I'd be a bit upset. I think it's based on the fact that all the media have been talking about it. Whereas with Dino, yeah. I think it's a bit, it's, it is a different scenario, it's I think, isn't it? Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, like, it's not. It's not exactly the same. No, but we didn't get to give Dino a farewell, did we? We haven't seen him since the breakup. I mean, bloody hell, Gerard had a lap of honour and, you know, a guard of honour. I'm going to say, yeah. Gerard said he's good boys. Yeah, yeah. Managed the youth scene. Not been there for years, but it's still a bit fresh, isn't it, with us? But please text back, Dean. So, Burnley. Burnley. Should we start with me this time? Go on then. It's probably, yeah, like you say, actually, it's a horrible game to play, but I'll go cheeky 2 0. 1 0. Villa. Wendy had to get two that is from me as well. She's going to get five across the next two. But Fantastic. Yeah. All depends again on how tomorrow goes. <laughs> set on the fence. But if we don't get a result tomorrow night, we'll follow it up with a win Saturday. But we will. And we'll get a win Saturday as well. So 2 0 Villa. <laughs> a 1 0 grind. Mm. I'd love that. Like okay. a last minute diving header yeah. from. Matty Cash. Ings is due a goal, isn't he? Ings, Massively. yeah. Ings is due a goal. Well, he's not really well. been around. Mm. It's not his first game. That's back. what I mean. But yeah. I, I think go the next two, if, you, if there are injuries, obviously Danny Ings get involved, to be yeah. fair. Yeah. Fair. Fair. Job done. Job done. Up the villa. Up the villa. Up the villa. Road. 